0: Hey, what's going on, what it is, what it wasn't, what it ever will be, and God damn it, I'm going to do it looking good. That's right. Welcome back to another week, another episode of the Two Penny Podcast with yours truly, the only royalty in the business, and stupid her story, Mr. Mike. And we do have a special guest, but you're going to have to hold on one second. If you're watching, you already know, but if you're not watching, you don't really know yet. So, Mike, how you doing this week, my brother? I'm
1: good. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. when people are listening to this, we will be in my
0: Miami, hammy baby. <laughs> you got a haircut, and oh my god, you look almost gone. I it's like all right. it. You're looking good because you're gonna be it's wearing clean. a hat. You'll be wearing a King Ropes hat from fucking Sheridan, Wyoming, the entire time we're in Miami. Probably. Looking Maybe like I'll a, find
1: a nice floral uh, trucker hat. I'm like, I'm like a Miami idiot. Oh, oh. yeah. But anyway.
0: I am excited about what we have going on tonight because a good friend of ours, which we talk about all the time, is releasing his much-anticipated, as far as I know, first book. And uh, it's our good friend from the Stupid History Minute, Mr. The Keb, as we like to call him. Mike always called him that, and then I started calling him that. Um, (laughs) And I think it comes from uh, Roger... L.L. Wright <laughs> I used to say that but um, regardless um, we'd like to welcome in the uh, soon to be world famous author married to the soon to be world famous wife
2: we interrupt our program to bring you this important message Step into the quirky world of history with the Stupid History Book, a deep dive into the forgotten tales of everyday items. From the creator of the non-award winning podcast, The Stupid History Minute, comes this book that uncovers the incredible stories behind the things we use every day. Pre-order your copy now, signed by Keb himself, and be among the first to own this adventure through the ages. Don't wait, because on October 1st it hits the shelves, bringing history to life in the most unexpected ways. Get ready for a history lesson like no other with The Stupid History Book. Reserve yours today at unfpod.com.
1: We now join our regularly scheduled program,
0: already in progress. Mr. The Cap, how you doing, brother?
2: What's happening, guys?
0: Oh, just living the dream, as they say. Thank you
2: for having me.
0: Oh, no. Hey, we're we're glad you jumped on because um, I am one of the few that I know the first 100 episodes, I listened to every one of them because I felt like I played a key role in maybe changing how the Stupid History Minute was played up um, by complaining about the ads. The ads. (laughs) was ridiculous. (laughs) The ads were longer than the show, which was okay, but... Um, why don't you tell everybody while we got you on here about what what if, they, if they've if they been living under a rock and they don't know what the Stupid History Minute is, um, share with us what that is.
2: Well, the Stupid History Minute is a podcast that I was thinking of trying to make fun of other history podcasts. Uh, I've told the story a couple of times, but the short, short version is that I uh, I'm a lover of all things history. I like to argue. I like to play trivia night. I like to read the almanac for fun. And, um, I, I was listening to all these podcasts that were history based and there's only so many times you can go over the Kennedy assassination. And quite frankly, they were all boring. I'm not going to name names here, but I mean, eh, offline, I'll tell you guys, and I will certainly tell the, uh, the, uh, hosts of those shows that they're awesome, but I just thought they were boring. <laughs> I was reading the book Hamilton at the time and I couldn't finish it. And I, I thought it was boring, but then I flipped on Disney plus and watched the show and I loved it because it was made for me. It was, uh, it was a history po- or a history play, uh, with a hip hop theme. And, uh, as you guys may or may not know, I, I I'm a lover of old, at least old school nineties yeah. and, uh, anyhow. So, um, I said, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of make fun of these things. Um being a a, uh, comic it's not hard for me to think that and i really thought it would be funny just to only one person and i said we're going to give any anybody no real reason not to listen so we're going to make it a fucking minute long and um you know and all was up was the the material um to do it uh the be world famous wife had recently bought a ninja blender and the box was on the kitchen table and I was sitting in my recliner and I looked over that box and I said, you know what, we're going to do the history of a freaking blender, you know, and that just moved to stupid stuff like airbags, you know, Viagra, you know, and and things of of that nature. And then it just became kind of an everyday item, you know, kind of, kind of deal. Um, I, I think I did initially like 30 and um, and if you look at like the dates that these released, I did like thirty and then like took like a way long break. And then um one of our mutual friends said, Hey man, what happened to that uh that thing? <laughs> so I said, mm-hmm. Okay, we'll do another batch.
0: Nice. Um you know? I uh you know, you're you're over four hundred episodes strong now, I believe. Yeah. Um and I know my favorite episodes. Um okay. And it's easy to say episodes, but I, I love my, 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 the ones that you did, <laughs> the, the topics, I guess I should say more than episodes, sure. but they are episodes. But, um, so my favorites, and I wrote them down here because, well, I don't remember anything, are definitely the bidet, which was done recently,
2: this it's month, Pretty recent, yeah. Last week.
0: Um, and that's mainly because I'm such a,
2: a bidet guy. I mean, that I feel like. Actually, that was actually a, uh a topic that was given to me through StupidHistory.net.
0: Uh, I actually think I remember you saying that. Um, I also, um, I like, there's an episode with a guest podcaster called the about the hoagie. Yeah. Which which was by me. So that's probably why it's one of the best.
2: And I'm pretty sure that was, that was, uh, that was created on this program, right? It was. Yeah,
0: yeah, We were talking about that, but, um, so yeah, I was curious. I mean, the top five, um, segments and don't worry if you hear the whistle in the background that Keb says doesn't exist. It's his, uh, he, he smokes the, the cigar weed, the reefer, um, in the background during the whole episode. So
1: it's a soon to be famous tracheotomy.
0: Yeah. That's right. right. <laughs> He's going to be talking like it But, um. <laughs> so the top five episodes of at least streaming and listening that, that I could find the analytics for were um, number five, KFC, number four, Yield Signs, number three, Pizza Hut, um, number two, White Chocolate, which is my nickname, funny. Uh, yeah. um, and number one, by an alarmingly large yeah.
2: amount, yeah. Pickles. I don't get it. Maybe a lot I mean, of pregnant like women are listening fucking, to it. I don't fucking it's like know. Four
0: or five to one.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's not. If you look at the uh, if you look at the download list, like if mm-hmm. I if I do like the last year or whatever, and you look at the download list, I mean, it's not even close. Yeah, you know, it's to, a, to white chocolate. Yeah,
0: uh, pickles is definitely the one. Uh, maybe you could do one on pickles dipped in white chocolate. And just blow the thing out of the water. Yeah, Um, Mike, have you listened to the Stupid History Minute in in depth? No, not in depth. Okay. But you've heard a few of them. Yes. Good.
1: Um, Are you going to buy the book? Uh, Yes, I plan on buying the book. See,
0: there you go. You can get an autographed copy. You still got another couple of few days to order that and still get an autographed copy. Book releases on October 1. And as far as I know, if you use uh, the two penny, um, discount and you just put on their two penny, I think it's at least 170% off right now.
2: How, yeah. You um, know what? Yeah. It, it is, it is one seventy off, but, um, if you put in the two penny, the shipping goes up to like 60 bucks. Well,
0: I, I, I knew hey, there was something.
1: Yeah. That's in the fine print. <laughs> um, but right. actually I was just thinking it was good because, uh, so right now I have a 5 year old my oldest son and before bed instead of like regular storybooks he's been having me read like this random fact like uh just stupid random stuff almost like Guinness book of world recordy looking things and uh and so I think this would probably be a good segue for him too cuz I don't know he's just curious and he's always asking about stuff and so it it'd be a good age to fill his brain with a bunch of nonsense that well, another he, thing is, he'd is, remember forever for no particular reason
0: is, uh, is it is called the stupid history minute, but at the same time, I, I, I think it's, um, it's not nonsensical history or made up stuff. I mean, it's facts or at least as factual as you can find on the internet, I'm assuming. Um, and some other fact checking stuff that you can do, but I mean, uh, personal knowledge and the fact that the soon to be world famous wife is an
2: educator. um, and,
0: you know, obviously, so, Keb's. So, a, so a is Mister but...
2: the Keb's mother. There you go.
0: So yeah. you what does she got plenty like? Of
2: educators. <laughs> yeah. How does she talk about your book? cap uh, <laughs> There This is good. There's no curse words in this book. <laughs> clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> clean it up, Cap. I'm glad you uh, um... clean it up finally.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that it's a great book for stuff like that because um, you could even tie it in. Because uh, for people that don't know, Mike's, Mike's children are, are homeschooled. And I think it's great. You could even tie it into, I mean, they're real. Thing. I mean, you can learn all the state capitals on the stupid history but You mm-hmm. could, uh, mm-hmm. you know, learn about sports. You can learn about the different teams, about the different stadiums. You can learn about fast food joints, which are easy and fun. But I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, they could learn all kinds of stuff. So I think it's good because it is clean. excuse me i am uh having the allergies um but uh what is um have you had any episodes that were your favorite if so what was your favorite episode and have you had any that were like hard to record or you know you just couldn't get all the info out there it took you a bunch of takes or is there an outtake um you know that's going to come out eventually of of some uh a blooper reel camp cursings Uh,
2: there, there, there aren't any blooper reels as of yet. That's, that's actually going to happen with the, uh, with the October recording, um, which will commence this weekend. Um, I had to, I had past two weeks. I don't know if you've ever, uh, submitted a book for publishing, but it's, it's not a here you go hit go kind of deal. It's a, Hey, I hit go and then they send it back and then I hit go again and then they send it back and then I hit and we've been going through that process for about a month. So um, I'm glad I, I I recorded all of September at once, but the blooper reel will be coming for for uh, for October. Um, that that is, um, you yeah, know, quite a quite a few um, that are that are going on. Nice. Um, OK. Um, My favorite episode is probably mm-hmm. Speed Bumps because okay. I hate them so much. Yeah, and I uh, hate them. I, I, they call I'm them
0: speed p- humps here in Jersey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: um. I, I I I hate them so much. It's probably my favorite episode because I, I wrote it on my phone and I wrote it when I was pissed. And uh, and anyhow, but uh, I wrote it when I was pissed and. I, I just thought it came off well. Tinselberries is another one of my favorites because that, that was something that uh that our, our friend Biebs just said and I was like, huh? You know? Yeah. And and then he's like, Well, it was a creation of his. Um, I really like and I, I, I I'm gonna do it again with more people this time, but I really enjoyed the guest uh the guest hosts. Um, yeah. not because it was less work or I didn't have to record them, but to hear kind of you know a pseudo creation that I came up with with other people kind of following the same thing. Um, I I really enjoyed that week. I I would love to do a month of it. You know, sometime next year if we could find um you know quite a few people. But those those are probably if I don't I don't listen to a whole heck of a lot of them because, yeah. um, uh, you know, I mean, because I did them and, um, but those, if I'm going to listen to them, those, and, and then I, I really, uh, I really enjoyed doing the Bible series. Um, you don't want to talk about one that was hard to record, um, that you had to had to go back and forth were some of those state capitals, when you had to pronounce the names of the people that founded them, you okay. know or or things of that nature um if you ever notice on the super history minute when i can't really pronounce something i'll do like a like 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 a try to do an accent or or something <laughs> like that or uh when we were doing um when i was doing cd's this seems like so long ago but doing cd's and you had to name some of those japanese names you know and um or or dvd players or or you know the uh the internet i mean it took me about Nine times to pronounce the, and I'm I'm going to butcher it here, the the, the precursor to the internet was called something like the ArapNet or something like that. And um, ArapNet or Arap, I, I pronounce it like nine different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I don't want to sound like more of an idiot than I already am. You know, what's the old <laughs> saying that uh, it's better for somebody to think you're an idiot than for you to open your mouth and remove all doubt?
0: yeah you know, that's the that's saying for sure. I
2: mean, I remove all doubt every week,
0: so <laughs> I, uh, I have no problem with it. But um, yeah, I've enjoyed the stupid history minute. Um, have I listened to all 400 of? Plus of them? No. There was some that I didn't listen to. Um, mainly, I know that I think I have it on download. No matter what. So right. I know I'm getting the downloads, but, um, as far as listening to all of them, I don't think I have, I listened to a lot more than I can remember. I know that because, you know, as looking back, I'm like, Oh, I forgot that one even existed. Um, yeah. but do you know what, uh, Mike, if I was to ask you, cause you're a smart guy. Okay. If I had to have you pick one of the top three selling books of all time, because the stupid history book is going to be a top seller. It's gonna be a, a top song. So if you had to pick <laughs> of sometime, yeah, of sometime of October first out of Jacksonville, Florida, I can promise you. Um, what would you would you be able to name any of the top three books?
1: Uh, I would guess sales
0: wise of all time.
1: I don't know if I should say the Bible because it seems like people are just giving those away, like when you're in hotel rooms and stuff like that. It's exactly the reason it's not. You're right. Um, but I would probably, for the most part, guess books that like the whole country has to buy for school, which you know maybe is I don't know Moby <clears> Dick. <throat> uh, I don't know. I I I really don't read a whole lot, and it's never been my favorite thing. So uh,
0: okay, let's uh let's pose the same question to Mister the Cab. Can you name one of the top three selling books of all time?
2: Of all time, um, is The Adventures of Tom Sawyer in there? No, sir. Wow. But so that
0: we don't drag it out too much. How about oh,
1: Romeo and Juliet? No, sir. It's a playwright. That's it's not a book. It's not a book. It's a play. It comes in a book.
0: Totally different. It comes in a playwright, Bill. It's different. Anyway,
2: books. What about the Kama Sutra?
0: No,
1: but it should oh, be. Damn, yeah. <laughs> um, we we support that on this show, hundred <laughs> um, percent.
0: The religious books, like the Bible and the Quran, and all those have—they say estimate there's over a billion copies out there um, in the hands of people. But because of the fact that they're not all sold, a lot of them are given away or sponsored, or you know, just uh, purchased by churches and then handed out or whatever. Uh, they don't really track the sales of them. Or the exact distribution because they are religious in nature and they have some freedoms that other publishers and publishing houses don't have to follow. Anyway, it's a bullshit. But the best selling book of all time is Don Quixote.
2: Yeah. Over Makes
0: 500 sense. million copies. The next closest one is A Tale of Two Cities, written by Charles Dickens, and it's got 200 million. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and coming in in dirt is The Lord of the Rings by J.R. Wow. Yeah. Um. That's, 150 books. Million plus. That's not That's book. P- uh what's well, the original first one apparently? <laughs> the Lord of the Rings. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, a little hot knowledge there, but um obviously the stupid history book. Gonna come out October 1st, so make sure you head on over to what's that website, Mike? You know it.
1: Uh it's StupidHistory.net.
0: Yeah, there you go. You can. Uh, I almost went to you
1: know, but I'm sure there's a. Well, UnfPods.com. You know, there.
0: There's a link to it on there. Absolutely, you can. Uh, you can order it up. You can also submit suggestions or questions to Mister the Keb for a future um, subject. You can do that on there. Um,
1: if you really want your subject, if you if you Venmo like a buck fifty, he'll probably bump it to the top of the list.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Who wouldn't?
2: It's actually um, six or seven for October.
0: Six or seven no, dollars. <laughs> six or seven <laughs>
2: suggestions for. I was going to say that's
0: awesome. You know, yeah. we're coming in. You know, we're we're all fans of sports in general. And we're definitely yeah. fans of uh, the NFL. And uh, me and Mike are we've talked about it so many times. We're heading to Miami this weekend, down into Keb's lovely land of home state of Florida, and uh, so we're excited for that. And uh, even though we're going to go probably witness a real ass-beating that the Miami Dolphins are probably going to throw all over our Denver Broncos. Um, they look as bad as they did last year. Um, I know they had the Hail Mary at the end of the game, didn't top it off with a two-point conversion, but that was Hail Marys are miracles. That's why they call them a Hail Mary. And it would have taken a fucking miracle for us to beat the Washington Commanders, which and is should,
1: You know, I, a lot of people were saying that and this was Dallas Cowboys fans were saying the Broncos got screwed because it was a blatant pass interference. But the reality is it never should have even got there. Like you know we blew a a huge lead, and so yep.
0: that's a um, whole better, other story. Better than that game though was the Rocky Mountain Showdown was this week, and I will be the first to say I was blown away, not by the Buffaloes, because the, I, the Buffaloes are a hundred percent the kind of team that I thought they were, flashy, fast. Not super physical, but very flashy, big play, you know, five wide, empty to to backfield type team. And the CSU Rams are a dweller. They're a basement dweller team. They are not even in the Mountain West Conference. They're not even in the top tier. And they came in there. And granted, they had the rivalry thing on there. And the Buffs were playing at home. and. Had freaking little Wayne come out and
1: rapping before the <laughs> <other> <laughs> entry
0: to the field. All the and, rap
1: superstars.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean it was like the BET awards at a fucking college football game over there. And um, well, I think it's great for the state. I was in a, a real like I don't know if the word is quandary. Catch-22. But I was, yeah, I was like I wanted I want see you to do well for the state of Colorado and the football in the state. To have some notoriety and have some relevance again, so I wanted to see. I didn't want to see CU lose because I want them to keep on this fairy tale in Cinderella. And I believe that really, with Prime, with Dion as their coach and as a team, the more momentum they get, the harder they're going to be to beat because people are going to pump it up so much and fail to cover all their bases. And I think that the uh, the Buffaloes are a good quality team. Um, but I mean, CSU came in there and barely lost, and it took eleven penalties and then 198 something yards and penalties to to lose that game. So,
1: well, I, I, I was going to touch am. on that too. I actually think the penalties are partly what kept them in the game, though, because they almost had Colorado so like confused and wound up and over like stimulated from the crazy penalties that were happening that. I think it actually hurt their game. It, it got them off their rhythm.
0: I agree. And then uh, the, you know, the unfortunate, you know, penalty for excessive, you know, um, what was it, oh, roughing, whatever it was that, that when when our guy hit number when Travis Hunter.
2: Yeah, the It spear. was unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary yeah. roughness,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, which was stupid. I don't want to see any, I don't want to see that happen to anybody, especially somebody who, is honestly in the national spotlight for all the right reasons. Um, yeah. he's not he's flashy, but he's not a bad kid. He has a good GPA. He has one he's a good student. Um he obviously is a has some swag and he's an entrepreneur with his channels and all that stuff. But the that's not a lot of a lot of people are looking at him going, Oh, they're flashy and they're just trying to be well guess what? The N I L, the college football has allowed this to happen. It's not it's not their fault. They're taking advantage of it. And I would high i would highly suggest anybody taking advantage of their situation to the utmost you know opportunity that they can because i mean they have all this money at their hands i mean the guys driving a hundred or i mean heck shador sanders is driving a hundred and eighty thousand dollar car i mean it's uh so anyway it was it was tough for me because i'm a big rammy but i was so it was fun to watch the game i stayed up till two in the morning watching that game it was crazy but. uh
2: what, what one thing you about think, one one thing? Well, I, I I agree with you. I think uh, you know in the, in the spread offense that Colorado runs, they're they're more of a, a flash and dash team than a smash mouth football team. They're not going to hit you in the mouth. They they don't really have any um, short yardage. The dink and dunk. Uh, Offense drives me crazy, but it creates penalties. I agree with Mike that the penalties keep them, kept them in that game. I think the deciding factor of the game is that Shador Sanders is a really good quarterback. Um, you, you could say he's a system quarterback. I disagree <laughs> that dude's got an arm. He's pretty accurate, and he's being mentored by fucking Tom Brady. You know, So um, you can attribute that to his dad. You know, in the celebrity power, I don't think they've put Colorado on the map. I think Colorado's on the map. You know, I don't think they're coming anymore. I think they've arrived. But I also think that they're about to get a big piece of humble pie when they play somebody like Oregon, when they play hung somebody up like 91 uh,
0: points on it. No, 91. Yeah.
2: 91 yeah. points. You know, if they beat somebody. If they beat an Oregon, if they beat USC, and I don't know when the Pac-12 became the damn power conference that it is, yeah. um, but if, if they beat a notable – I mean, TCU is one thing, first game of the year. Nebraska, unranked. Uh, CSU, Basement. I mean, the CSU, yeah. So if they go next week into Oregon and they win or I'm, – I'm sorry, it's in Colorado, but if they beat Oregon and bone next and those deal. guys – That'll be a big deal, and if you think you've heard a lot about Colorado now, you Just know, way, yeah. if they win that game, they're going to be everywhere.
0: They'll, they'll be a top, team, top 10 team in the country. Yeah. Um, I believe they um, – did the, did the rankings come out today? Did they move up past 18 or did they I stand still?
2: I, I haven't seen what they did come out this morning. Um, I haven't seen where they uh, came out. Right. I did see where the University of Florida Gators, Fighting Gators, got twenty-five in the country.
1: <laughs> okay, I know Mike
0: will After be able the, to tell us
1: soon, but um, uh, they dropped one spot.
0: Okay, now that makes total sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I believe they should have. I was not really fearful, but I was kind of like sitting there going, "Oh my god, if they get a if they get a push up, then uh, college football is a little..." you know, they're, they're, they're uh, riding that story a little bit versus the play of the team because they really, ha- yes, TCU was a great victory to kick off that, their, their story. Um, but like Keb said, CSU is nothing. Nebraska is nothing. I think that, uh, a lot's going to be told about that team this weekend.
1: Well, I think a side effect of their flashiness and everybody's excitement behind them is, you know, CSU CSU came out looking like a a top three hitting defense like they were yeah knocking the shit out of them mm-hmm. and that's going to be every single team's mentality until this team gets beat and so you know it yeah, doesn't get matter their if face. they're playing a ranked team or not everybody's going to want to be the first team to beat them and uh i don't know I like just you know i've watched a bunch of csu in the past just being from wyoming you know that's Other than CU, CSU, Wyoming's, you know, and CSU are the bigger rivalry from our standpoint. Uh, And, you know, they've never had a defense like that.
0: Nah, the border war. Actually, they did um, in 94 when uh, uh, Kenya Ragsdale and uh, Joey Porter and all of those guys were there at CSU. They had a great defense, they won the Freedom Bowl that year um they have finished top 10 in the country but you're right i mean they typically csu is really nothing and they've never had a, um the defense this year is they're quite good um i don't know the stats on them i still don't think stats are that big a deal unless you're in the heisman running and i think uh, sanders definitely deserves to be in that that yeah. top, that, uh, that that conversation but um you know moving on past uh past sports which are you know, always fun for us to talk about because we all love them. And you know, St. Joe's probably asleep now after listening to that. Uh, wake up, St. Joe, um, because we're talking about you now. Um, our good buddy St. <laughs> <Saint> Joe <laughs> releases his, his episodes. It's we're recording this on Monday. Comes out on you know Spotify and everything on Friday. But for our YouTube friends, and there's probably nobody watching. I, I did. Tonight, ter- I
1: turned off my YouTube because our one uh, viewer is on the show with us.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, so therefore, it's um, you know we have Kev with us, but, um,
2: hey, but I don't know how many fucking times I got to tell people on Refiltered that on Monday night this is how I know that no one fucking listens to me, yeah. you know, and, and and I maybe it's because I have a tendency to call our listeners fucking idiots, you know, but uh, but yeah, you know, I've had, more than once I've invited people to join us on the Monday night party here on YouTube yeah right and then more than once i sit in here and talk to myself
0: you're right and we appreciate it i know that you know uh we, we couldn't ask for anything more out of somebody that's joining us um now granted we're all friendly and we all support each other but it's still appreciated sure. and uh we, you know, we probably we need to the push the election.
1: link more because jay when you were doing that we were starting to get a little bit of traction yeah so.
0: we were and i haven't pushed the link in a while so <laughs> a <laughs> while. bad promoter, but um so I did listen to Saint Joe's episode, and I think it's great that he brought the, you know, Mrs. Saint Joe on, and they recorded an episode from, or that in Rome, I believe. Rome, yeah, Rome. Rome. Um, Drunk like uh Next week is, uh, not this he weekend. He was hammered, man.
2: You could great. tell, dude was hammered. <laughs> that's
0: that's a good hey. thing. I think they hey. were all gonna. I think they were gonna have sex.
1: Jay had an episode like that too here, so that's no big deal.
0: Yeah, I can do it drunk. It's the same. Nobody even notices a difference. <laughs> Maybe Mike, but, um, it's, uh, <clears throat> I love the fact that, you know, St. Joe has now, um, opened his butthole to the experience of a full bidet and oh, he loves it. He says it's a game changer. Wash. It is. And I'm telling you, it was the same way for me at first. It's like, Oh my God, am I going to do this? But as soon as you blast that fucking water right up your butthole, Oh, There ain't a clean like it.
2: See, you said open his butthole. I'm thinking he's in Rome. He got entangled with one of them priests at the Vatican. You know, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yep. He was, uh, you know, he was a little wine drunk and uh, he went to the bathroom and he's one of those weirdos that pulls his pants down to his ankles to pee. (laughs) And, uh, you know, oh, uh, Peter and Paul and all of them and the all the good saints and priests over there. And the Pope, I think, even got in on it, came in and had a little St. Joe. I mean, he's a giant of a man. There's plenty to go around. So um, he had to. <laughs> they all took it, uh...
2: turns being thumped on the forehead. Yep. Does anybody it find it strange that the Pope wears white?
0: Um, I I don't know. I think it's just always, what well, he's worn, but he wears other colors too.
1: Uh, if, okay. if only there was a podcast that could dive into that and figure it all
2: out. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 no. <laughs> in about a minute. In about a minute. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Could rat- I, mean, could, I don't want to sum it up.
1: I can make a,
0: a summation of the the, the probe, the Pope and his outfit.
1: Why does he say pope the probe?
0: The probe. <laughs> the probe. <laughs> the probe, yeah, um, the Catholic probe. To yeah, the yeah. Catholic probe mobile. <laughs> um, another thing I was wondering, I want to get you guys' take on something. Because I know both you guys are not gay anymore.
2: You don't know and, that. If it gets cold enough.
0: Yeah. And, or if it's dark enough out there in the, I mean, because Keb lives in a fucking forest. In the forest. In the jungles. He's a fucking, he's a troll. He lives in, he's an ogre that lives in the forest. And he, uh, he's
1: seen Dexter throw some bodies in the fucking lake.
0: He's
2: helpful. You him. will never find him. I have like a basically, I live on basically a swamp. You would never so, find him.
0: I was going to say, I mean, I totally get, you know, there's gay people out there and it's all right. But my question is, why do they have to have the gay voice? Why does, and the little mannerisms, um, does that, is that like just to show everyone you're gay? Like when, when guys were in the closet back in the day, did they talk normal in their like this? And then when they were, when they jumped in the closet with their gay friends, did they all of a sudden start talking like this and like, yeah, it's so hot. It's so hot when you talk about my penis and your butthole. I mean, where what? did the gay voice come from and I why? I just love
1: it. Um- I just love
0: it. It's so funny.
1: So, no, I wouldn't say that at all. Like, I knew kids in, say, middle school that were pretty dang lispy, and, you know, everybody... So you think
0: all gay people have a lisp? No, now? not
1: all. <laughs> but, like, there were definitely kids that the way they would talk, you know, you just knew, and then as adults or whatever, they came out. Um, and not to say all people that have a lisp are gay, but uh, there was definitely kids that you just knew, like, by listening to them, and... Uh, Mike Tyson, I don't think he's ever I don't think he's ever touched somebody else's back on <laughs> purpose Even in prison, I don't think he ever did Because I
0: think they brought him in some vagina Just so he wouldn't kill people
1: Yeah, he'd probably chomp it off if, if push came to shove
2: You he'd know, with the uh, With the lisp thing, there was a guy that I went to High school with that had the That had the O-Cab, you know yeah, I mean, he, he would talk like that And we just knew that That dude is sucking dick right and uh about i don't know, it was about five years ago i ran into him he's got the hottest fucking wife i've ever fucking seen you know outside of the soon-to-be world famous wife mrs Thizzler. of course <laughs> you know, um of course you know, <laughs> but, but uh but you know i was just like i was just like dude it's great that you're doing gay. he's like you thought i was gay didn't you like that and i'm like i'm pretty sure you were no, you know, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you fucked a dude. No way. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty Not sure that, that, that when the wife comes and wants to spice stuff up, you have a dude on speed dial. You know, Absolutely. you invite him over, you know, to, to, to have that, that wine that doesn't give you a headache. Yeah, you know, that's another thing I learned from St. Joe. Apparently there's wine <laughs> that doesn't give you a fucking headache. It's
1: called grape juice. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: know what he's talking about the process and the way they do it over there alleviates whatever gives you a hangover or makes it taste. No, it doesn't.
1: Instead of salt fights, it's just toe jam.
0: What's happening (laughs) is he's in the, he's in the moment. I mean, it's like if I enjoy football, I enjoy it a little bit more when I'm at the game. I don't want to watch high school football on TV, but if somebody wanted to go to a game, I'll go to a game and it's just better. Um, same with, NFL or NHL or any sport. Um, but also the same with, um, drinking and eating and even sex. I mean, you're in the moment. It's going to be better, uh, versus just thinking about it or doing doing it by yourself. He's over there drinking wine with his wife. The kids aren't there. He knows he's going to get a little action. Um, you know, he's going to get fisted, um, (laughs) or pegged. Um, how big do you think the strap on is? That uh, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to say that because he'll kill me. Um, that the pope. You're you about to go to Florida. <laughs> yeah, the, the the pope used. Yeah, he'll find me. Um, <laughs> he put a tracker in my butt last time I was down there. Um, no, I definitely think that uh, the whole the, the gate. I live around a bunch of openly gay people here i've had one on my show i have it's um that wasn't a woman i I knew (laughs) you would think she was hot but um yeah i mean i uh i don't know i just wonder where that i mean the, the voice thing gets me it's like you don't that's not your normal voice
1: and uh but whatever
0: you want to throw some cock in your mouth? Go ahead. Whatever. By, by all means. Let's do by all the things means.
1: you want to do.
0: Let's just throw that dick in there. Um, and that leads me on to, uh, you know, finding your way. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it doesn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, you know, I uh, definitely wanted to send a shout out to, uh, to the Biebs. Love that guy. St. Joe, I enjoyed your episode. It was actually good. I think you should get drunk and... uh Travel the world more often and do more podcasts remote.
1: I would like abroad. to see St. Joe in Japan. I'm trying to uh, maneuver his giant body around, he, he, yeah, without they, people they thinking he's guys guys over there. <laughs> Come out of the you water. Know.
2: Ah. Yeah, fucking stomping <laughs> on buildings and shit. Giant man <laughs> in a tiny land.
0: <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, that Uber tries to give him a ride somewhere. He's like,
2: I can't fit in that fucking thing.
0: <laughs> but uh. I, uh, I'm i glad that he's came over to the clean side, and he's decided he's going to put up a day at home. And uh, I'm, I mean, I don't know. Mike, have you tried one yet?
1: I haven't, but whenever I get around to, say, building a new house, something like that, I'm yeah. definitely going to get it installed. Just, just for the sole fact of uh, apparently whenever something crazy happens in society— toilet paper' is the first thing to go, so I'm not going to have to worry about that anymore. It's 100
0: percent the reason I started it. It wasn't even because I was like, "Oh, I wonder if my butthole's dirtier than if I just used toilet paper."
1: Because it was. Well,
0: as the uh, um, you know, the stupid history minute will tell you, I mean, it's a lot more archaic and rough on your bum to use toilet paper. Um, it's why people started using wetty wipes because it's, more, uh, it's a little bit easier on your bum in your booty hole and it cleans a little better. Well, I can't think of anything than blasting water up there that's going to clean it out even better. So, um, But yeah, during COVID when the whole toilet paper thing started and I'm like trying to find toilet paper everywhere, trying to order it, and I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, I'll just get a bidet. And I'm telling you, my toilet paper consumption, do I still have toilet paper at home? Sure. But I go through maybe one roll a month. It's uh, hardly any. And I figure I've taken over 772,413 shits at least in my life, and I'm definitely cutting down on some toilet paper.
1: Well, I, I don't know why they don't make it more of a normal thing, because yeah, just think of how much toilet paper like the world would save, and fatbergs, and clogged Fat up fucking sewers, and everything. Like It just seems like such a simple, no-brain idea, like.
0: It's 100%. I mean in the, I mean some of the countries that don't even have toilet paper that unfortunately don't have bidets either they have splash pots and uh hand basins that they uh
1: in India just, they just have left hands.
0: And left hands, that's right. Don't uh don't uh definitely elbow tap people in India. They're there, there is
2: some truth to the fact of that's why you uh shake with your right hand.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh stupid history minute um September 27th will be the uh, <laughs> Left hand episode. Um, why are people left handed anyway? The fuck, the people are weird that are left handed. If you're left handed, yeah. you're weird. You're probably very attractive and good at blowjobs. Shout out, sweet buns. Um, if you're left handed,
1: but um, wow. hashtag uh, S buns,
0: <laughs> hashtag SB Um, but in addition to um, St. Joe coming over to the clean side, which I'm really happy about, I um, have you guys ever heard of the squirting cucumber? Not a joke. You can look it up right now on your websites. Have you ever heard of a squirting cucumber?
1: That I, I a, saw it in the video you sent me earlier.
0: Insane, right? Could you imagine? <laughs> you're out there gardening, you know,
2: I, and your that cucumber. You're, spreading uh, I, seed. I thought I thought you were about to bring <laughs> up a stripper named cucumber. You know, That's and, I know and, her,
0: but she's not part of this show. Um, she okay. told me I couldn't talk about her. The restraining order is still in effect. Um, sure. So I uh, I was, but I couldn't imagine because I was up in Vermont, and my my stepmom has a huge garden with you know different full, full plants, of squirting
1: vegetables. vegetables.
0: No, <laughs> no squirting veggies <laughs> that I know of. Her squirting veg is not mine to tend. Um, her squirting tulips. <laughs> um Speaking of which, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so but this plant <laughs> Mike saw the video, I'll have to send it to you, Kev. Um, it's a bulbous um you know uh flower on the plant, on the cu- it's the cucumber. Well, this thing in order to spread its seed ejects real seeds out of the end of its
1: tubular urethra.
0: Flower, yeah, it's urethra, and then like some squirting substance comes out afterwards, and in slow motion, and I would say it's very much squirting its seed everywhere. <laughs> but I couldn't imagine you're out there gardening. You know, you you trimmed back this, you picked a few jalapenos. You know, you cleaned up your petunias or whatever the fuck you got out there. And next thing you know, you're going by the the squirting cucumber, and it just. Blast you right in the face or like I mean,
1: 30 of them squirting all at the same time oh they just bust
0: all over the yard i mean no thank you i'm out on the squirting cucumbers but i do like cucumbers they're delish yeah. i love pickles it's all the big circle right back to pickles the you know the number one rated episode on the stupid history
1: minute
2: for no uh, apparent reason <laughs> i don't people, know people, people love, love pickles, pickles.
1: yeah
0: I mean, how many different things can you do with pickles, right? I mean, you got relish.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you you have uh, pickles. I love pickled beets, which aren't pickles, but they are good. And the pickling process is a real thing.
2: Some I mean, people there's... put pickles in tartar sauce. Yeah, that's good. Ain't For, nothing dip wrong in with your that. your fried
1: fish.
0: I've, yep. had, I've had pickles. On, I mean I put pickles on You can put pickles on everything Cat They're good with catfish They're good with Anything Tuna All kinds of stuff So yeah Pickles are the shit More episodes on the pickles Let's do the pickle podcast
2: yeah, They um, go we'll on the uh, They go on The uh, The chicken sandwich That everybody thinks is the best But it's not even in the top three Chick-fil-A
0: They have they, a pimento
2: cheese one now Yeah Kev yeah. have you tried that? When, it's, no, no I haven't tried the pimento cheese Kev doesn't one. do
1: holy chicken it's pimento, No, no honey I, pepper. I do
2: Chick-fil-A every morning for breakfast. The breakfast I is don't, sensational. I, I do not get anything that is chicken. The, you the, know, the, but, uh, the, the pimento, honey pepper, breakfast. chicken
1: sandwich is fucking awesome. It is, is so it? good. Yes. I uh, And I'd stop going to Chick-fil-A because I just got burnt out on it. So right.
0: proof that advertising works. I saw that, I don't know if it was online or if it was on TV, but that Wendy's who yep. has a better chicken sandwich than Chick-fil-A, in my opinion. Um,
2: in my opinion, it's the best, in yeah, my the opinion. The spicy one, for it sure. Was spicy in the one 90s, was the it was
1: by far the best, the spicy chicken sandwich.
0: Yeah, it's still very good. Um, it's, a, it's a go-to if you're out on the run, but... They had a. They started tinkering with different flavors of Frosties over the years. When I was when we were in high school, our age, I mean, it was the chocolate Frosty. That's what you got. Then they came out with the vanilla one, which probably wasn't too hard to do. Just take the chocolate syrup out. But then they started getting into, you know, the spearmint. They got into the pink, oh. the strawberry. They did the mint. Um, but right now, they have the pumpkin spice Frosty. And I tried it today. And it wasn't but about an hour to hour and a half later that I, uh, <laughs>
1: shit your brain. I up. had the
0: pumpkin spice bathroom
1: experience. Diarizal.
0: My God. I was a human bottle rocket. And I mean, think about what's his name? Lloyd on uh,
1: Dumb and Dumber. Uh, Dumb and Dumber.
0: Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. That was me. I mean, I was shitting, and because it was so hot, I had the bidet going at the same time, blowing the <laughs> shit everywhere. But cool, that's nothing. You ever get that hot poo? Run a little fucking bidet up in there, cools it down quickly. Um, I uh, I wanted to get onto Mike's musical ministry. Kev, you've never been part of this, but it's something that we do each and every week on here. Mike brings us a something that is. Wonderful and pertinent to him, and it usually <laughs> sucks. Um, but I think it uh, it goes well with what we got going on here tonight. So, Mike,
1: the stage is yours. All right. Well, this one's plain and simple. I did it uh, to honor the Keb and his book coming out. And so I picked the uh, argu- arguably best song on the planet that's named History by Tenacious D.
0: Nice. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and get into it. This week on Casey Kasem's Top 40s to Calm Down, it is History by Tenacious D. Don't forget the stupid history. It is Casey Kasem. Volume 1, October 1. Go ahead and get your pre-orders in now. Let's check it out.
1: Meow. This is a song called The History of Tenacious D. And it's not just a list of bullshit that we've done in the past. It's a chronicling of our rise.
2: To power! We ride with kings on mighty steeds Across the devil's plain. We've walked with Jesus
1: and his cross He did not die in vain, no! We've run with wolves We've climbed K2 Even stopped a moving train We've traveled through space and time, my friends To rock this house again rock.
2: We ride and we ride and we'll, we'll never, never subside And we'll ride till the planets collide And if you say that we do not ride I'll turn your fucking hide Ride! Car's
1: fingers be silver Jack's voice then be gold But lest you think we're vain We know you're all
2: robots and we don't care To nation's We reign! We reign! Supreme!
1: Supreme and a cutlet, Supreme. Supreme, Supreme. yeah. Go to come on one, two, three. Supreme,
2: I'm yeah. gonna go knock on one in
1: Supreme. Yeah.
0: fan fucking fantastic! Don't forget to get your pre-orders in. Head on over to thestupidhistory.net, unfpod.com. Order your copy at a very discounted rate before October 1st, and you will get a personal signed autographed copy from Mr. The Keb himself, the author of The Stupid History Book, Volume 1. Make sure you check it out. It's going to be a good thing. And uh, fantastic song, Mike. Perfect, well Done, sir. <laughs> um, it,
2: it has that your dude's two, a talented two, motherfucker, man.
1: It has your two favorite lyrics. Burrito two? Supreme and gonna <laughs> come one, two, three. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. <laughs> um, my question is this. I'd like to get your guys' order right now. You're pulling up to Taco Bell. Mike, you're making an order. Give it to me. What's, what's the go-to? You've uh, had a few beers. You need some Taco Bell.
1: Two cheesy gordita crunch with chicken and an unsweet tea. Sauce? Fire. Fire sauce. Got it.
0: That'll be a 1302. We'll see you at the drive-through window. Bing, bing. All right, Mr. The Keb. You've had 17 motherfucking Mike's hard dick lemonades
2: <laughs> and okay. you've
0: throated every one of them because you're a throat goat. Give me your go-to.
2: Uh, I'll take a number three, uh, s- uh, number three uh, Supreme with a Baja Blast and two extra Supreme tacos. Soft tacos.
0: Okay. Uh, number three is uh, supreme.
1: Hold on, hold on. What makes tacos, a taco right? extra supreme? Uh, <sighs> uh, tell us. I don't know what makes it Oh, extra You're just supreme. saying extra tacos on top yeah, of
2: the meat. No, I'm saying two oh. extra soft taco Supremes. That's right. So and and really five total make
0: supreme is as ta- as tomatoes it sounded like extra supreme.
2: Yeah. yeah, so <laughs> five total. And then if, I, if, I, if it's been a Jack Daniels night, you're going to double the motherfucking meat. Yep. You know, and make that bitch like going to fall fucking apart, yep. you know, and I'm going to eat it in the car and be done by the time I get home. Fantastic. In, in, in I, college,
1: uh, it was whatever. It was a grande meal, which is whatever combination of hard shell, soft shell or bean burritos. 12 of them. Uh, pick and match. I used to get the 12 want.
0: pack all the time. Yeah. I mean, pull through that window, get that 12
1: pack,
2: pack baby. Fucking chow it all down.
0: That's right. And, uh, Satan's butthole is on its
2: way. I tell you, uh, here we have a place called Crystal. And Crystal uh, Burger? Oh, yeah. oh my god. I had that in uh, that Yeah. That's a sack full every time. And they're they're gone. Yeah, and, and they're and hot more famous wife. Good. Uh dude. i love me some crystal. You know. I uh
0: I uh I do my best to stay away from there and White Castle. Right. Um Cause they're just a little too much for me, but, um, I, uh, I'm a big fan of the Baja blast. I like how you tagged that on there. Um, it's the only place you can get a Baja blast that I know of. And I saw recently online, a Baja blast float. Ooh. So, people are getting the Baja Blast, drinking down a little bit of quarter, stopping by McDonald's, Dairy Queen, anywhere where you can get a an ice cream cone.
1: Say, so, can you top and this off with a
2: little bit of ice cream poop?
0: Topping that in hey. there. And apparently, it's fantastic. I'm, I'm going to try it.
2: And, uh, the, you excited. know, there's a contention of people in the world that think that Baja Blast isn't real Mountain Dew. And those people are called communists. You know they're they're fucking idiots. They're probably Catholic, and they need to shut the fuck up. Except for it's the P. ones P. that buy the books,
1: camp. they can have their own opinion.
2: <laughs>
0: I I'm a big fan of it.
2: <laughs> lots of opinions in the book. No,
0: I <laughs> <laughs> I I I don't know. I I really I don't know if when Baja Blast first came out, obviously I tried it and I was like, oh that's good. I didn't realize that Mountain Dew was going to go through a. You know we're going to have the pitch dark or the pitch black flavor and we're going to have the code red and we're going to have Baja blast and all the different flavors. And they went away with, I mean, the Baja blast went away. I, uh, and now they have, you can get watermelon do yeah. or something. And which is pretty good by the way. But, uh, yeah, the Baja blast is always a staple when I hit up the taco bell and I'm fortunate. I go to a taco bell that the manager still remembers how to make all the old stuff like the, um, the, the whatever it is with the with the is it crunch wrap or what where you have the hard shell taco then the beans then the soft shell yeah. uh, double whatever it is but he'll still make them if you ask the, for it
1: the double butthole blaster
0: <laughs> that's what they call me baby um yeah i love that <laughs> the double butthole blaster not my favorite but um i do like it so what is your order oh thank you for asking i didn't think you would um I don't ever order the meal deals because I always want to pick lately. It's been the Bria tacos. Um, they call them something different. Uh, but usually before that came about, because they got rid of the best thing they ever had, the chili cheese burrito. And I've been ordering the, uh, I've gotten the beefy burrito Supreme with extra meat. Mm. And I also, um, Get a side of the verde sauce that they had um, while they still have it. And then I get two bean burritos with no onion and add sour cream, extra cheese. I can order a cinnamon twists and a Baja Blast. Good
1: God that's why you bought him a day. It had nothing to do with COVID.
0: I'm a, I'm the real deal. When I squeeze through that taco bell line, baby. I know for a fact, when they see me, when I check out, they're like, yep, he really is going to eat all this.
1: Here's your three uh, bags of food.
0: Every time I get it and I bring it back to work, people are like, well, Jay won't be here this afternoon. You're right. I won't.
1: He's going to be dead in his
0: fucking bathroom. That's right. I'm going to be in the shitter all evening. Um, So um so that we don't get too far away from why uh Mr. the Keb is here tonight. I know we've promoted his book. We uh we're all, you know, friendly, we're all friends, we all support each other. Um because me and Mike talk about it all the time and we've got to the point so that we don't miss anything, we just say, hey, go to unfpod.com and check out all the fine properties they have to offer
1: but hey so i have so i do have a question for keb so oh i would love to hear you're you're a man that loves to have projects going all the time and so now that the book is going to come and pass and you'll be done with that what will be your next project because for for, for people who don't know (laughs) you know you've created kind of this cool community of podcasters um, which i assume is not terribly lucrative at this point but Uh, to me it feels like you know your goal is you're kind of building a company um to to try to have your own thing going with it which i think is awesome um but i'm just curious is there is there any big stuff on the horizon coming down that you're working on
2: um yeah uh well outside of volume two yeah that that has already been planned out um with uh we know what, I know what the chapters are. That's as far as I've gotten. Um, because I, I, when when you have a creative bug, like I am, it's very, it, it's very easy to see something else and just switch to it, you know, and, sure. uh, and I don't, I don't want to do that with, with the, uh, with the stupid history brand, um, because I, I, I think there, there might be, um, something to it and it's incredibly enjoyable for somebody like me because you can, um, you know, really kind of make it what, what, what you want to be. I don't want the book to be, the book is very different than the podcast. So, um, the podcast is kind of tug and cheek and the book is too, but, but it, it's more of the, the joke of it all is kind of the subject matter. You know, I mean, you know, I'm. A, here's the thousand words or fifteen hundred words on a paperclip. You know that that you didn't. Yeah, you know, it's it's similar to reading an almanac type thing. Um, there's a couple of versions, including a sports version that I want to put out, and sure. um, that that one I, I I toyed with that being the next one. Yeah, you know, because of the the sports um, series that I did on the podcast, I was like, there there's a lot more of this because. I went through, I probably wrote down a hundred of stupid incidents in sports and probably could have done that for for three months, yeah. you know, and, um, and really cutting short, like Malice at the palace is my number one favorite stupid sports event, because I just think it's funny that, uh, fans want to fight professional athletes. You know, <laughs> I, I think that, I think that's hilarious, you know, you know, Hey, come up here, come up here. Well, they came up there, you know? yeah, Um, I just think that's funny and there's a ton more to that than I got to in a minute, you know? Um, but with uh, unfiltered studios, yeah. I mean, there, there's a good core, you know, there. Um, I, I think those of us that are in it are very, um, I don't want to say use the word apprehensive, but very, um, picky on who we kind of let into our little circles, you yeah. know, because, you know, even with, uh, with the addition of Cindy, um, who just kind hypno of hypno wellness. Yeah. Hypno with hypno wellness just really fit right in a, a really good fit. Um, I talked to her, um, you know, Beebs and, um uh, and, uh, Mama D talked to her and, um, yeah, with, with St. Joe, that was kind of a, uh, just k- kind of a natural, um, you know, you know, thing there, but with it, it kind of goes along with, um, you know, kind of what, you know, outside of the persona that I put off, I'm actually kind of helpful, you know? So if, if somebody asks me, you know, uh, to do something, I'm going to do it until, until they piss me off <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, and so that's kind of, you know, what we wanted to do if somebody wanted to start a podcast. I remember how, like when I started Kevin Unfiltered, how, fucking clueless i was about yeah. anything you know i just i thought it was hey kick on a mic you know kick this on and, and w- just figuring out how to get it di- uh, distributed you know figuring out how you know what kind of mic to use i was using like a like my son's uh, xbox headset to begin with you know um yeah and and things of things like that and all i really wanted to do was was get some things off of my chest you know then you know everything evolves, well, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, you know. And so and then you get into, you know, I, I I'll tell you, not that this was the question, but with podcasting, what when I fell in love with it was when we had DC Glenn on on the unfiltered podcast, and I was just like, this is fucking cool, and we created this from nothing you know and so anybody can do it you know you just you just gotta have you know that 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 want to that they talk about um you know originally i just wanted to get my warped sense of humor out and kind of entertain myself and record and see if anybody else thought it was funny um some do some don't um when it comes to stupid history minute you know i get more complaints of what i say off of refiltered or unfiltered or anything like that than anything on on stupid history but the only complaints i get on that is hey man can this ice cream thing end yeah. you know <laughs> but uh I'm tired of yeah, these I flavors mean, yeah, yeah hey you missed the best flavor no i didn't um why are you doing all this ice cream it's national ice cream month dickhead um but to, to answer your question yeah i've always got something going on you know, I don't like to, I, I think when I retire, I can, I can be not busy, you know? And, um, uh, yeah, I was telling Jay earlier today in my professional life of, of, uh, bought into a, uh, a franchise uh, of, uh, for business. So that, that keeps my day going. But you, this is my, everybody has their release. And when I was 25, from drinking and partying was my release. And now that doesn't really interest me anymore. Um, I want to do a heck of a lot more stand up than I've been doing. Um, you yeah, know, I've got a ton of new jokes that are kind of in the pipeline and a ton of new sets that are in pipeline. And really in the promoting of the book, you kind of get, Two two things, you know. You'll you'll get a pseudo stand up set, and and, and I want to go talk to like uh, like history classes and things of that nature here locally, yep. you know, to to um, you know promote the book, at least the first one.
0: Very nice, very nice. We like yeah. it, we love it, um, and we're glad that uh, you know we had the opportunity to be around for it, and uh, I look forward to getting my copy. Nice and signed and autographed hit. by mr. Keb.
2: this was the final proof that came yesterday
0: nice oh. you know,
2: just I, I made one very subtle change into it for the last uh and then I, I had to get I almost hit go on it, but uh I wanted to get one more proof to make sure that it didn't look uh look jacked up because well, there are things I think this is great. There are things in the podcast that you hear every podcast that's in the book.
0: Can't go wrong with that. I think people yeah. expect to have a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, and I can't. I can't wait. It's going to be in my bathroom with me every single
2: day. It's perfect. Uh, one chapter, one day. I mean, you know, that's right. One hundred three visits to the bathroom. You finish the book. That's right. Can't <laughs> wow. wait. I might get three he out so. in one
1: visit.
0: Might. Yeah, you might <laughs> oh well been a little cranky. Um so yeah, so um once again, um appreciate Mr. the Cab coming on with us. Uh we uh hope that you uh have much success with the book and uh and uh and on your business venture that you're just you know you're getting into now with uh yeah. your with your you know the franchisee stuff um I think that's awesome and uh it's uh it's good because in the midst of everybody in these podcasts mainly the you know the five of us guys making fun of each other all the time there's a lot of support and we all you know want each other to succeed and uh so that's a good thing and uh, like I've said many times and I'll continue to say it um we are going to have, uh, you know, all the way up until the end of this month. You can pre-order your uh, your copy of the Stupid History Book, which will come out on October first. I'm assuming they'll start shipping um, shortly thereafter. So make sure you get your orders in now. You can use the code Two Penny, and like we said, 170 percent off. It'll cost you a hundred dollars to uh, ship it, but uh, you know,
2: <laughs> 150. It.
0: Um, and it's it's going to be after after October first. It's going to be double half price each and every day. And uh, make sure you go ahead and order your copy today. Uh, Kev, thanks for joining us. Hey, Mike, thank you for uh, having me. Absolutely, brother, always. Um, and Mike, I'll be seeing you Thursday
1: Ooh. in Miami.
0: This episode, when you listen to this on Friday, we'll be in Miami, cutting it up and having a good time down there. We'll and, be in uh,
1: full embrace with each that's other. That's right. And just so don't everybody get, knows. Don't get shot.
0: No, we'll be all right. And uh, next week, coming up on... Uh, the two penny is the long awaited part. due, second uh, episode under the cover under the covers, which hey, is are nothing. You, are you taking,
2: songs. um, are you taking requests or is that already done?
0: Already done.
2: It's already recorded. Damn it. Damn but, it. uh, I need to, I need to put in requests for, uh, for, uh, the third three. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Episode three. We're, um, it's something that we have fun doing. It's, I'm slowly but surely figuring out ways to use Riverside that we record our episodes on um, to help me facilitate the editing of it versus me going in there. At first, I was going in there and, you know, editing the volume level on each and every song, trying to level it out. Well, they've got some pretty cool features on Riverside now to where it helps me a lot with that. I can uh, level all the recording and uh, cut out background noises and echo and Only thing I can't compete with is bad internet when Mike has it on occasion, but uh, it's been a lot better since he switched up the provider. That's right. So um, yeah, without further ado, we appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you checking us out. Do us a favor, share us, like us, rate us, do whatever you got to do each and every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We go live on the YouTube and uh, the audio Um, portion or audio version of the show is released each and every Friday. Uh, Again, we appreciate Mr. The Keb. Check out unfpod.com for all the fine properties and all the fine shows over there and the good people that make them. Go ahead and support them as much as you support us. We'd appreciate it. And, uh, you know, if you stop in their shows, say that, uh, you know, make sure you tell them that Jay and Mike sent you over. And, uh, you know, like I always say, if nobody else wants to fuck you because they don't, go fuck yourself. We'll see you next time. Adios for Mr. The Cab, for Mike.
1: Bye! Hey, work hard, play hard, whatever you do. Arrivederci yourself, fuckers.